for Love Radio. This is your host and love coach, Nikki Lee. Now, tonight I want to share or reshare a show that I did a while back. And I did this show with a longtime friend of mine, with her and her daughter, actually. And um, the end of last year, she got pneumonia, went in the hospital, and uh, we ended up losing her to COVID the day before Thanksgiving. She just she um well I'll just I'll just say that she's she's very missed by a lot of people. And in this in this show she shared a lot of really good insights into how to help your children to develop uh confidence and how to build their self esteem. And I want to share this again. We we recorded it years ago when her daughter was uh, 15. And her daughter is 20 or 21 now. So it's it's been a while. And I know there's a lot of new listeners that haven't heard this. And um, it's it's just a lot of a lot of good information that even if you know this already, it's good to to be reminded of these things. And it's it's good for us as adults to hear it and also good to to share the information with with the kids. So I want to share this again with I did half the interview with her and half with, with Riley, her daughter. And it's it's good for any children, but especially with children that may be, uh, well, Riley um, was tall and plus size. So she was she was dealing with both of those things at 15 um, and, and just trying to fit in. So, and, and they both, they both shared all kinds of great information. So I'm looking forward to sharing this again. One of my favorite shows. Like I said, a lot of lot of good information to share, and a lot of good information to to listen to, and like I said, good for the adults and for and for the kids. So let's listen to what Candy and Riley both had to share. I would like you to meet my friend Candy. Candy, would you like to say hello? Hello. <laughs> like I said, I've known Candy for years, and we are going to talk about. Um, her stepdaughter, and something she did to help her as far as building um, self-esteem and confidence and that kind of thing that I think would be helpful for uh, parents, for kids, and for adults too. So we're going we're gonna to find out some things, because you know that, that I often like to talk about things that are going to help people to 
uh, feel better about themselves, um, to feel accepting, and to have self-respect for themselves. And I think this is going to fit that topic perfectly. So, Candy, tell us, how did you originally meet Riley? Um, I met Riley um, at a local church, and she is actually the person that introduced me to her father. Um, she was only three years old, and she drove me across the church lot to meet, and I met him when we started dating. Um, she was very, uh, very smart, but kind of shy when it came around with uh, talking to children her own age or playing with children her own age. She was always bigger than what her age was. She's really tall, and so she just kind of shied away from kids her own age. Okay. So she was a matchmaker even at three, huh? Yes. She wore. She was probably a size of a five- or six-year-old average. She was in the 95th percentile for her height and her weight. You know what? No, knowing me, you know I can totally, totally relate to that situation. Yes. <laughs> so... She had she had trouble, you know, relating to kids her own age and, and felt better around or, or more comfortable around uh, adults and that sort of thing. So what were some things that you started to do to kind of help her to kind of deal with that awkward stage? Because, I mean, everybody's kids go through some kind of an awkward stage. At least I've never met any that didn't. Um, right. So what, what are some of the things that you did? We're going to talk in more detail about the, the bigger things that you did, but what were some of the simple kind of things um, you might have done originally? Always, always compliment. Um, and don't let children hear you down yourself, your appearance, or, um, oh, you know, I, I just look terrible today, or I'm just so ugly. If they don't hear that, then they don't feed off of it as well and then look at themselves the same way. Um, we, when she was three, she was almost four when, um, uh, well, she was four when her dad and I got married. Um, everything that we did, we would do as a family and incorporate her in that. And it tried very hard to do things that had other children. And not really force, but coax her into, just go participate, you know, see if you enjoy it. Or, um, she would make comments even at a very young age because of society and, you know, kids that she went to school with, well, I'm really big or I'm really, you know, I'm chubbier than they are or I'm fatter than they are. And I would explain to her, well, you're really tall. I've always wanted to be tall, you know, or, you know, you're really strong because you're bigger. Always um, bring the positive instead of the negative um, constantly as she was growing up um, because kids did say stuff to her about being tall, being bigger, um, and Eventually, it didn't bother her. She would just say, yeah, I'm tall. I can reach things you can't. Or um, we, She started playing softball, and because she was bigger, she, was, she could hit the ball harder. She could run faster. Um, she started doing cheerleading, um, never mentioning that she was bigger or chubby or anything. Automatically just, you know, would fit in. She was the one that usually was the base to lift the girls in the air. The other kids couldn't do. So constantly reminding her, if she did say something negative, well, you can lift the other girls that are small. Um, she still was kind of hesitant even doing sports um, up until I would say she got out of her awkward shy stage at about seven or eight years old and that's when we started beauty pageants okay so why why did you decide initially to get her into beauty pageants um, actually the, the first reason was because it was a fundraiser for a local Ruiting club and my older daughter had wanted to do it and I figured we have a dress, why not? We'll see how it goes. 
And as soon as she hit the stage, she was totally different. She walked with confidence. She was smiling. She was waving. Um, she was playing with the girls in the back, you know, uh, spinning around with their little dresses and stuff. Um, and from that point on, um, because she did so well and she had so much fun, we started getting things in the mail, inviting us to other pageants. And so we started doing pageants. At that point, we were only doing about four a year. Um, we do about six to 12 now, just depending on uh, where they're located. We try to stay within Virginia. Um, and she she went. She's plus size. She's considered plus size. She wears a size 16 women's clothing. She is five foot nine. Um, and she's still, she's still winning the pageants because her confidence level shows when she's on that stage. Um, it taught her to raise her head up and be beautiful, no matter what her size was. Awesome. And she's 15 now, right? She's 15, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I was thinking so. All right. Right. So what, what kind of, have you noticed this with other parents that have, have their kids in participating in the pageants? Have you seen, because as many as you go to, you've probably seen some of these other children kind of evolve and change. In, in oh, their- no. It's, it's very rare to see anyone plus size at pageants, and that may not be the parent's issue or, you know, whatever, but sh- there's usually not. There might be one or two um, that will get up on stage and, you know, do what they're supposed to do that are considered plus size. Um, most of the girls are smaller and what society would consider a regular size model. Um, so to me, it's showing the other little girls, there are smaller girls that are chunky because they hadn't hit that teenage stage, um, that it doesn't matter. You can still be beautiful. You can still get up there and and put the makeup on and put the clothes on and feel good and walk and show off that you're confident in who you are. Uh, she also models locally as well. Um, it started with uh, Monkey is a Genius Photography, um, had an open house and invited Riley because she had heard about her pageants. And um, since then, she has modeled for uh, numerous photographers throughout Virginia. Um, she also has been to a couple open um, couple auditions. Um, so, and she, her goal, and now that she's older and she can make her own choices, her goal is to be a role model for kids that are younger than her, uh, even adults, to show them that, you know, you don't have to be a size zero or a runway, you know, a, a typical runway model looking to be beautiful. You can be any size. Um, and she has really helped a couple of people, especially on her Facebook page, that will tell her, you know, I can't believe this. I want to be a model now too. Or what would you suggest? Uh, how do I start? Um, so I think the whole, a lot of people are down on pageants because, you know, the makeup and that sort of thing. But there are natural pageants which do not require makeup until they're over 13 and then that's up to the parent how much makeup they're allowed to wear. So that's what we typically um, do are the natural uh, type of pageants. And um, she's just blossomed from them. She has another one coming up here. Uh, it's a fundraiser pageant December the 1st. So we look well, forward I, I to them. I didn't they had the natural because I've, I've seen a lot yes. of pictures with the really young kids with lots and lots of makeup on. And, yes. and, like, come on. They're called glitz. <laughs> yeah, they're called glitz pageants. Um, they're like what you see on TV, the toddler and t- uh, toddlers and tiara type of pageants um, right. where they're required to wear the big hair and the, and the makeup. We've been to some of those where they have natural in the beginning of the day, and then at the end of the day, they'll have a glitz pageant as well on the same day. Um, I believe she's only been in one glitz pageant, and that was after she turned 14. Um, 
when it doesn't matter because you wear the same, she wore the same amount of makeup as she would in a normal uh, regular patch, and now she's older. But now she won with powder and lip gloss and maybe some clear uh, mascara when she was younger um, because I wanted to, to prove that she's beautiful without all that stuff. You don't need that stuff. Awesome. So have you had people um, give you a hard time about having her in pageants? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, um, I, I know that we're, we're in a small town area. <laughs> oh, yes. There's been a couple comments. There's been comments by parents because of her size at pageants, at local pageants, out loud where she can hear them. And, you know, uh, it's shocking, but it's very true, especially when she wins and a parent will say, and you can hear when they pass by you something negative towards the fact that she was big or, you know, I can't believe she won, look how big she is or look how fat she is or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I've heard all kinds of comments. And I've heard comments uh, to the fact, well, pageants, you know, they're just based on your appearance and not that is not true because they look at a lot of your community service activities, uh, your grades, what you're involved in, um, and we make sure that Riley is involved in lots of stuff all the time. Um, every season she's involved in some type of sport. She helps out at church with daycare. Um, she's done uh, oh, a 5K walk for cystic fibrosis. Um, so, And she plans this summer she wants to uh, help out the library when they do the read for the kids um, at the local libraries here also. So she's always active. Um, but with the pageants in there as well, you hear, you hear comments. Even a teacher made a comment to her at her school. That's so <laughs> uh, I believe sometimes the, the TV has gave pageants a negative vibe um, because yes. you've seen the negative side. But there is a positive uh, side to it as well. Well, and that's, that's why I want to talk to you about it because it's, you know, like I said, the a, a big focus with the shows when I do them are, you know, you know, feeling good about yourself, having self-respect, self-confidence, that kind of thing. And there is definitely that side to pageants, and, and you're not going to get that in reality TV. You're just not going to. So right. let's 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 give <laughs> the real side of it that people need to know about because they don't see that part of it. They just they just see the, you know, the all the makeup and the hair and all that kind of thing, and they don't see the benefits the kids are getting from them. Right. And there are some parents that are very pushy and, you know, the kids that don't want to do it, but the parents are making them, that sort of thing. Um, but all the pageants that we've been, especially the ones that are, you know, within, you know, an hour or so from where we live, they're very positive. They have things going on in between, like when the older kids are up, the little kids are doing craft and they're... Um, sitting on the floor playing, I mean, it's it's definitely kid-friendly. It's not like what you see on the television. There are a few parents that might, you know, act a little, you know, snooty or whatever you want to call that, um, but it's, it's very rare. Um, usually it's, you know, the kid didn't win. The parents are like, you did such a good job. Way to go. You look so beautiful. I've never heard a parent, you know, like what I see on TV, get mad because a child didn't win. It's very it's very rare that you see that. Um and if I see it, those are the pageants that we usually steer clear from anyway. Uh, but I thought we've had, a, my whole family is involved in beauty pageants. Um, you know, we have cousins that participate, and I have nieces that participate. Even uh, My sister participates, my best friend participates. So we we all enjoy it, and it all, it all everyone seems to get uh, a, little bit, a little bit of boost 
um, on the confidence level every time we go. So. Yeah, really I've seen it. all of y'all posting pictures on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pageant family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Multi-generations yeah. in the pageant. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Jay. So, well, what? We've got us from age two to age 40 that were do pageants. Yeah. Well, that's great. <laughs> I'll tell you. Keep, keep all of you busy. And, and it's an activity you can all do together, which is great. Yes. Yeah. And we usually go, we'll all go together as a group and... Um, I'm, surpri- I'm, I'm surprised I haven't seen anything with us all walking in together. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of fun. Okay. So what, what would you tell another parent that's have, that has a child that, that's having body image issues or self-esteem issues or that kind of thing? Um, I think the number one key is to always be positive um, with yourself in front of them as well as with everything that they do. Even if there's something negative that they've done or something negative that, you know, uh, they feel they've done, you can always turn that around to a positive. Um, and we try to do that with, with all of our children, especially with Riley. Um, I, I might have issues with the way I, my appearance or the way I feel about myself, but I'm not going to stand here in front of her and go on and on about it. Um, because your children are a reflection of what you do, and what they see you do, they're going to act out. And if you sit in front of the mirror and say, oh, my gosh, I look so terrible today, then they're going to sit in front of the mirror and say, oh, I look so terrible today. Um, you know, instead, when I'm thinking that, I'll say, oh, my eyes look good, though. <laughs> or, oh, my makeup looks good today. <laughs> Something positive, so they can see you being positive about yourself, so they, in turn, will choose to pick things about themselves that are positive. Um, and she'll, she can tell you things that she doesn't like, but she can tell you probably, you know, a dozen more that she does like about herself, about her parents. So, well, and a lot of parents do that, and they don't—they don't even think about the fact that their children are listening, you know. And they'll—they'll they'll say something, or or say a husband complaining about, you know, the wife and and this kind of thing. And I mean, I heard a lot of that when I was growing up, and right. neither parent ever thought about that kind of thing around us. Well, see, my husband loves plus-size women, so he doesn't say anything <laughs> negative at all about appearance. <laughs> um, a, a, and and that's, not a, that's not anything that we really discuss um, other than if there's a picture or somebody happens to look really good that day, you know, we don't actually sit down and discuss, have a big discussion. It's just this is the way you are, and this is who you have become, so embrace who you, who you are right now. Um, and if you don't like something physical, you know, something about yourself, if it can be fixed, then fix it. If it can't be fixed, then, you know, love, love yourself the way you are. Um, that's probably talked about most in my house from birth on. So. Well, that's it. I was, you know, I was just doing a, another show earlier, and one of the things I said in there is we, we all have things we'd like to change, but accept yourself as you are and then change what you can. You know? Right. So it just it's not healthy to, to hate parts of you that you either can't change or can't change. I mean, I, I remember joking for years that I would have loved to be able to give some people part of, of, you know, a few inches of my legs just to make me shorter. I would have took that. I would have took that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very funny when I'm standing beside her because I'm only five foot one and she's, on, you know, almost five foot nine. So, yeah, we look. <laughs> she, gets, she reaches all the stuff for me. Um, see? See, there you go. Yeah. See, that's what I always tell her. I'm like, see, what will we do without you? You're so tall, so great. <laughs> I tell you, it works great at the grocery store, too. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Wonderful. I, I have an unreal um, number of people stop me in the aisles and go, can you get that for me? So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you understand. 
I'll just take you with me when we get fixed up. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure at some point we've been in the grocery store together. I just don't remember. Probably. So what, what do you think is the impact, and I have big issues with this, what do you think is the impact of TV and the media and the way they um, handle plus-size women? Well... I would say it's a whole lot better now than it was when I was a teenager um, because I've always been considered plus size. And going into a store in the late 80s to shop for a plus size person is totally different now because now they actually have clothes that look young and uh, are available in size zero all the way up you know, to size 28. So it has changed a lot, but there's still, there's still a little negativity like they always have. The person that's heavy set, you know, overeating, which is so not true, <laughs> or they have the heavy set person uh, being the you know the the friend, not the person who falls in love with the boy, you know that sort of thing. And it's slowly changing, but uh, it's still they still have little things here and there that you can pick up. There's a uh, actual Disney show that has a little girl on the show that's heavy, and we were sitting here watching it the other day, and they were saying things about her because she was eating, and I thought that is putting negative, again, in children's minds about being heavy. You know, just because you're heavy doesn't mean you sit around and eat all day. Um, Riley's very, very active, um, you know, from cheerleading to softball to volleyball. Um, she walks, you know, uh, she just is a big girl. And she eats healthy, um, but that's just who she is. So sometimes the, the media still is kind of in the dark ages when it comes to that. And what really... It's strange to me is, you know, 80% of American women are over size 12, which is in the industry is considered plus size. Um, and the, the small group, the minority group, are the ones that are under that size. So it seems to me that, you know, society needs to step back and look at their shows and say, hey, wait a minute, these are not average, these, these women on this show are not average American women. You know, these are the minority. These, these tiny, you know, size 2 moms are the minority. We need to put all sizes. Um, you know, I have friends that are teeny tiny and have for years wanted to gain weight. And I have friends that are big that, you know, have always complained about losing weight. So it's a, it's a large spectrum. They need to have a little bit of everyone, not just just the small, you know, people portraying the different positive things on the, on the show. Um, but you have people that have came out that have really helped a whole lot. Um, Ricky Lake was a big person for me when I was younger. Uh, I think I was 17 or 18 when a movie came out that she was in uh, where she started dressing nice and she had a boyfriend and she was heavy. So uh, from that point on, there's been a lot of people in the media that have got there. My daughter loves Adele. Adele's a plus-size woman. Um, and she gives no, you know, she she doesn't let it bother her. Uh, Juanita Judd. There's a lot of people now that are out there um, in a positive uh direction that are plus size, where you didn't see that many, you know, back before late 80s. Um, and I remember my friends were all thin and tall and ballerinas and, you know, athletic, and we would go shopping, and they're shopping for the really cool stuff, and my clothes look like grandma's clothes. But now you have places like Hato's and Deb's and... Um, J.C. Penney's has a line of plus-size junior clothing, and uh, it's starting to slowly um, 
I guess the evolution of the clothing is getting better and you have more runway models even that are plus size. And uh, even Steven Tyler's daughter, I think I believe her name is Mia uh, Tyler, ha also has a plus size, plus size line of clothing. Or, um, so it's, it's getting better. It's just uh, it's slow. Right. <laughs> um, Very true. And, it, and what's funny is you look at the people, the models and television actresses from, let's say, 1940s, 1950s, they were plus size. Um, Marilyn Monroe would have wore a size 14, 16 now if she were alive today um, at that size. So it just, Twiggy came on the scene for modeling, and all of a sudden all these models were very, very thin. And it's just we need to get back to reality and, you know, yeah. worry about healthy and being healthy, not thin or big or medium size, but make sure you're healthy first should be the first key uh, because when you're healthy, you feel better. And when you feel better, it shows, and you feel more confident. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. So what do you think is something that the school systems could do that would help um, help kids at, at various ages? Because, I mean, the, the most difficult ages we go through, we're in school. I mean, you know, because remember, like, uh, I remember your sister being the, the big preteen. We heard about that for years. <laughs> when you're a teenager and all that. So what could schools do to help kids to develop, you know, self-respect, self-acceptance, that kind of thing? Right. Well, I think that um, this actually can even go into the bullying type of uh, issue where is if a child is taught at a very early age self-respect and self-esteem, you're not going to have somebody be bullying somebody else so they feel better. You're not going to have somebody getting bullied that's going to allow that to bother them to the point that they're uh, so upset that they can't hardly go to school or they don't want to live anymore. Um, I think that it's very important at an early age to uh, address, um, even as small as 20 minutes a day, talking about uh, positive things about yourself, um, maybe even a uh, curriculum that has to do with self-esteem, your appearance, um, from like kindergarten all the way through. It should be taught all the way through, all the way up. I think that's very important, um, not just for the self-esteem part, but I think it would help a lot of other issues that they're having in school as well, um, such as the bullying and uh, kids not showing up for school and that sort of thing. Also, I've noticed um, on the signs, this is a the smallest thing they could change. If you ever look at the signs up on the wall when you walk down the hallways, it'll say, you know, go to the library, you'll have a little kid on the, on the picture. Or, you know, we're going to have field day on such and such day, and I have a picture. Almost all of the children in the picture are thin. Um, they need to incorporate all sizes, all shapes, all colors of children on these signs as well so that the children don't see, well, you know, that's a little white girl that's very tiny on there. You know, that's that's what I need to look like so I can get on the sign. They, don't, they need to, in everything, their books, their stories, their literature, uh, do show all kinds of people. Um, I think that's important uh, as well as teaching some type of, uh, well, I remember we used to have guidance in school. Um, and they would touch base maybe once about their self-esteem and personality. But I think it needs to go into more depth because a lot of parents don't have the self-esteem to teach at home. So they need that little kick at school since they're there, you know, the majority of the time. Um, and I'm hoping, I see little things here and there, um, especially at the school that um, my 
children have attended for elementary, where they do kind of incorporate that a little bit in a lot of things. I just think they need to do more of it. Well, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt the, the whole family for the kids to have yeah. those kind of homework assignments too. So yeah, definitely. I like that. I like that. All right. Um, we've we've only got a couple more minutes. Any any other thoughts that you want to share? Anything I forgot to ask? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Um, anybody can go check Riley out if they want to. Um, she's on Facebook. Oh, yeah, tell them. Tell um, them where she it's, is. Uh, model Riley Marie, and her pictures are on there, and some of her uh, pageant pictures as well as her modeling pictures. Um, if any of young girls or anybody has any questions for her, feel free to, to message those to her. She will get to them as soon as possible. Um, she, we, she has been lucky to have people in the area um, help her um, with pageants and dresses, and uh, she has fans that have sent her things in the mail and requested photographs. So, she, even though she is, you know, we're she's not in, you know, Glamour magazine yet or anything like that. She's still out there to the point where she's getting the word out that you know, this is who I am, and you can do the same thing. Um, so I'm really proud of that and proud of all the stuff that she does. And she works very hard. If there's something that she wants to accomplish or something that she wants done, she works for it at 15. Um, and that's an important lesson to teach other people as well. If you want it, don't just sit back and think about it. Go get it. You know, go work hard to get it. Don't use the excuse, well, oh, well, I'm just too tall or I'm just too big to do that. No, go out there. You want to you want to be a model? There's plus size. It's an, it's, it's an industry that's fastly growing, um, and they need, that's what they, they're looking for. Um, if you want to sing, practice singing. She sings for a group now um, at her local school we had to try out for. Um, volleyball, she didn't make the team, but what she told them was she still wanted to be a part of it so she could learn, so she was the manager of the volleyball team. So she definitely proves that if you want something, if you work hard enough, you can get, you can get, uh, get to do it or get close to what, what you wanted to do. So I'm very proud of her, and I love love sharing her her words and her um, page with everybody I can. So I think that um, she has really helped a lot of people, um, especially uh, on the local level with people that she knows at school or kids that she's known that have been picked on for their looks, appearance, or just bullied. She'll just, you know, tell them. I've read a couple of emails and messages that she sent, you know, a few girls, you know, Stuff like pick your head up, you're beautiful. Don't let people, don't let words bother you. You know that sort of thing, and that just kind of gives a mom a boost and says, you know, yes, I'm doing something right. <laughs> so true. I will have her on, and and you can hear directly from her. But I just okay. We've heard the mother's point of view as far as pageants and modeling and how that can help. Um, a daughter with self-esteem issues uh, and other other concerns. I mean, we we all know it's tough being a teenager, and if you're not pencil thin and you know look a certain way and act a certain way and talk a certain way, and, and I don't know who decided what was supposed to be the norm, but very few of us ever ever fit into that. So we all know how tough it is to be teenagers. So now that we've heard the mother's point of view, let's get the daughter's point of view. I think it's good for, you know, 
there, there are plenty of parents and children that may not have this conversation. So what we're doing is I'm having the conversation with them, and I'm sharing it with you. So I'm hoping that you'll be able to get some information from from the mom and from the daughter and then find ways that you might be able to use those in your own family and with your own children. So with no further ado, let's meet Riley. Today we have a very interesting guest. Her name is Riley and Riley is 15 and she has won all kinds of beauty pageants. She does modeling and I think she has a really, really good message that not only teens need to hear, but I think their parents need to hear some of the things she's got to say, too. Riley, would you like to say hello to the audience? Hello. <laughs> so, Riley, you want, you want to tell us just a little bit about yourself first, kind of give the audience an idea of um, just what, what kind of things are important to you? Um, well, I'm a freshman, and that's really important to me because it's a new step in my life for high school. Um, I am a JV softball player. Um, I do JV basketball cheerleading. Well, I do varsity now. Um, I do lots of beauty pageants, which builds my self-esteem and my confidence. I love singing for my group at Fresh Tones at the high school. And I love showing girls that you're beautiful, and I love showing confidence at school and being myself and being a little crazy sometimes. Well, i tell you what, it's unusual to find somebody that's your age that um, feels comfortable showing confidence and being themselves and that kind of thing. I think it's fantastic. That's, that's one of the big reasons I wanted to, to interview you and Candy both. So tell us, how, how did you get into modeling? Well, my mom brought me to a meet and greet hosted by Monkeys of Genius, and I really got excited about it, and I just wanted to try for myself. So that's when I started modeling for different photographers. Well, I've, I've seen her post all kinds of pictures of, of your your different photo shoots and, and with the different photographers and, and on your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So what what sorts of modeling have you done at this point? Um, I've worked for many local photographers, and I've actually done runway shows for bridal shops. That's cool. Very yeah. good. I think there's there's been a couple of magazines I saw her post that you were in, too. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> See? I, she, she always pops up on my, my Facebook wall. <laughs> so tell us something about what kind of benefits you think there are to to being a model in a local area. And let's, let's tell the audience that, that we, we both live in very small towns, talking like 20,000, 25,000 people um, <laughs> in Virginia. So we're, we're not talking New York City or L.A. or something like that. So what kind of benefits do you think it has in this kind of a market? Um, well, I can actually be confident. And every time I'm in a pageant or I do photo shoots and I see my results, I become extra confident, and it just builds up the confidence that I already have with myself. And, like, when I'm on stage for pageants, I'm very confident in myself and my body. And if I set a goal, I will try my hardest to achieve it. And when I achieve it, I feel wonderful inside, and I make myself want more goals to achieve those. So what about the times when you set a goal and you don't quite reach it? 
Well, that's when you have to try harder. And even if you don't get it the next time, you don't ever give up on it. You try every time that you have. Just any opportunity you get, you try harder and harder until you finally reach that goal. Awesome. Have, have you learned, too, that, that setting realistic goals makes a big difference? Like like after your first pageant win, the, the next goal isn't to be Miss Teen America. <laughs> you know, you kind of do things in steps so that you can – you, you want to challenge yourself, but you also want to be something that you can really attain, too. It's actually possible to succeed in it. Yes. Okay. Um, so what are what are some of your future goals? Maybe maybe well, not this week or next week, but what, like I said, you're 15 now, and, and so, you know, you're, you're in high school and, and growing up, you'll be 18 before long. Don't, don't tell your mom I said that, but you know, <laughs> she, she is definitely not ready for that yet. No. So, but what's up, what are some of your long-term goals? Well, I want to graduate high school with a higher diploma, an advanced diploma, and then I want to become more and more involved with modeling, and I want to go to college and become a hospice nurse. And then from that point, I want to become more in the medical field that I have, not just in hospice nurse, because I really enjoy caring for other people and I love helping people. So that really puts me in a good position for a medical field. And then I plan on doing way bigger pageants just during my whole life, and then hoping and really wishing to go to the America's pageant. Very good. And like I said, you're going to have a great background, and, and you know, you're getting to know a lot of people that are involved with pageants, whether it's the other the other girls, some of the people that are heading them up, you know, the parents. Mm-hmm. So now you said something, too, about feeling comfortable in your body. What mm-hmm. would make that, um, do, do you mind sharing some things about uh, your, your personal body and, and the way you look and that sort of thing? Well, when I look in the mirror, I see curves. And then sometimes people mistaken themselves as fat, but really you're not. You have curves, and if if you are chubby, it's fine. You're beautiful, and it doesn't matter. Show your curves off. Have fun. That's what I do. I wear clothes that shows my body and my curves, and I really have confidence. Like when I go on stage and maybe I have a bathing suit, I'm not embarrassed. I have confidence in myself, and I want to show girls that just because you're a bigger girl does not mean you can't have confidence and go on stage and show your body off. Very good. Well, and, and there's so many ways that, that you still look totally, you know, decent and that sort of thing and still look really good. And, you know, I, I shouldn't tell you this since you're 15, but but being confident is very sexy. That's going to be important later in life, <laughs> not right now. Here, here, here again, your mom's going to kill me if she hears that. <laughs> so, what, what have you found to be some ways to help other girls that, that may be plus size, that, that feel bad about themselves? Because, you know, I, I totally understand. I also hear that you're tall. I can yes. totally understand. I was I was six one at thirteen, so I completely understand what that's like. <laughs> you know, so so what are some ways that you found to help other 
other girls that may be facing some of the same things? Well, actually, I've had a girl come to me, and I posted pictures on my Instagram, and had a girl, and she was, she says, how do you, she messaged me, and she said, how do you have so much confidence? I have people picking on me about my weight, and I'm not, I'm not very confident in myself because I get picked on so much, it just makes my self-esteem go so so much downward. And she's, she just asked how I do it. And I said, I, I got to tell you, it's, it's not what other people think to me. They can think all they want, but and my self-esteem is very high because if you don't care what other people think, well, then you're on a roll because you are yourself, and you put yourself out there if you have, say, you want new trends in your clothing, and you make sure you show your curves off, and you don't care what other people think about you. You let them talk the talk. Well, and you know, nine times out of ten, whatever they're saying, just not that important. You know, they, mm-hmm. they just want to hear themselves talk. Or, yes. you know, it could be that, that you're doing something they're not doing and they, they don't like it. I mean, there's, there's, so, many stupid re- there's so many stupid reasons for people to, to say mean things. Yes. But I think it's great. And, and I've followed your Facebook page, so I've seen some of the girls share messages and, and wanting mm-hmm. advice on how they can get into to pageants and modeling and, and just feeling better about themselves. I think it's fantastic. I really, really do. Yeah. So... <laughs> Tell, tell us how you got involved in beauty pageants. I, I hear the whole family seems to get involved in beauty pageants. <laughs> well, yes. Um, I actually started when I was seven years old. I did a local pageant to raise money for a Rheumatin Club. And, well, I didn't win. I mean, I didn't expect myself to win, but I wanted to win. But it was my first pageant, and I enjoyed it. And I had so much fun, even though I didn't win. If you don't win, you need to know that you tried. You're beautiful. You you have so much confidence just to go on that stage for your first pageant. So I did my first pageant, and I liked it even though I didn't win. I knew I was a princess in my own world. So I just kept on doing them and doing them. And then finally I started winning. And then after that I pushed myself, and I made higher goals, and I achieved them to make maybe Grand Supreme, and that's what I've been making, and I'm proud of myself. That's awesome. Well, and the thing is, like you said, it just having the nerve to get out there on the stage and to enter, and that's what, I mean, that's big. You know, whether you win, whether you come in last, whatever you do, you feel good that you've put yourself out there and, and you've tried, and, and just stepping on the stage can be kind of tough sometimes, you know. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I was I was just talking to to Candy about being nervous about that kind of stuff, and like I said, mm. it's, it's a big step just just to take the first step to get out there. Like I said, even even if you cut, somebody comes in last, they tried, they put, they moved exactly. forward, and they tried. And Candy chooses you to do better next time. Exactly, she gets more nervous than I do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I do not doubt that at all. <laughs> Oh, so what what kind of advice would you give for um, other young girls that are, are your age or even younger that that really have self-esteem issues and, and say they, they don't have a lot of support and, and they don't really know what to do, what can they do themselves to get the ball rolling and to start feeling better about themselves? Well, sometimes what I do is 
plan. Like, if if I want to have more confidence and more higher self-esteem, it, it really helps if you do a pageant. That's what I feel. I feel if I do a pageant and if I get even second place, it builds my self-esteem. And it's just wonderful just out there and just showing that you have the nerve to get up on stage and just work what you have. And it's just you, if you don't have a lot of support, make your own support with yourself. That's, I mean, I have tons and tons of support with everyone. My friends and family are my biggest. And it, even if you don't have big supporters, know in your heart that you yourself are the biggest supporter because you're supporting yourself out there, out there just in front of everyone, just showing what you have. And even in school, your friends will be one of your biggest supporters because they're always with you. And if you have a true friend, they'll stick with you and they'll stick by with you with everything. That's what I was thinking. You you may find out who your real friends are because they will stick with exactly. you and they'll want to help you. And, and who knows, your friends might decide to do it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it does, definitely does make a difference to have friends and family supporting you. It does. So... What what are some of the things that you do every day to show confidence around other people? Well, I am myself. I love being myself. I am just out there, and I I wear clothes that I like, and even if I'm wearing jeans or anything, I make sure I I just feel great inside, and I love being myself and just out there being funny, just feeling great with my friends. You know, it's it's huge because I've been, it's, it's been a while since I was a teenager. <laughs> but it, it's huge when you feel like you can just be you and that's okay. You know, you don't it have is. to pretend to be somebody else. You don't have no. to do anything like that. Just be yourself and feel good about it. That actually, you, you may not know this at, at 15, but a lot of people don't feel that way till they're much, much older than you, if, if they ever do. I know some people that, that never quite seem to be to the point where they feel that, that being themselves is good enough, which is really yeah. sad. That's one of the things that, that I focus on with my coaching work and with the radio show, and that's why I wanted, I wanted to talk to you and, and to talk to, to Handy, too. Yeah. was to help people because if, if you can learn that lesson when you're your age, oh, my gracious, that opens up so many things as you get older. Because, yeah. I mean, imagine imagine if you didn't feel this way and say you were, I, I won't say too old because you'll think, you'll think some of us are dinosaurs, but say you were in your 30s <laughs> and you still didn't feel this way. You know, think of the things that would hold you back and keep you from doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I you mean, could be Miss America before you're 30, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gracious! So, what what do you think are some of the now? Let me see how I want to ask this. Um, some people have a really negative or bad view about pageants and and having kids be in them and that sort of thing. What um, what are some things that you might say to somebody that say say they watch like Toddlers and Tierras or one of the reality shows, which there's no reality to any of them. What could you say to one of them 
that that think it's it's just the mothers, you know, making you do things you don't want to do and and putting the daughters out there to do strange things. What what could you tell them to help them understand what it's really like? Well, most of it is just for fun. Like in the routines you have, you just want to show the routine off and you want to show everyone, hey, this is fun. Maybe you should try it. This has so much involved more than just getting an address. You get to meet new people, and you have pageant friends. I've, I've personally have actually had more friends because of pageants. And you, everybody thinks it's so bad on toddlers and tiaras because the parents force them to. No, it's. It's about having fun on stage. You see the little tiny girls up on stage just giggling and laughing like the babies. They're having fun. And just the older girls, they work the stage because they know they have it and they want to show you, hey, look, this is me. I'm doing me and that's it. So do you think maybe if, if we were to tell mothers or, or answer somebody that wants to get, get girls into these that they need to let it be fun for the girls? Yes, that's that's the whole thing. If you're not having fun, you're not going to have fun on stage. You're not going to look like you're having fun. Judges can tell if you're having fun on stage. They can, I guess they have a little secret, I guess, because they, they can tell if you're having fun on stage. If you're smiling and giggling, they'll know you're having fun. This is fun. You need to try it. Very, very true. They they do know. And a lot of people in the audience, if they're really paying attention, they know good and well if you're having fun doing it or not. Yes. So it's, well, and, and this is something, too, that, that there are a lot of parents, and this is this is not your case, but there are a lot of parents who, who make their kids get into sports because they didn't when they were kids, or they make them be cheerleaders because they weren't when they were kids. So they're trying yeah. to live through their kids. And it, that that needs to stop. <laughs> that, just, yeah. that is so bad and so unhealthy for everybody. But it's the same thing with modeling and, and pageants and all that sort of thing. Have the, the kids do it because they want to, and then have them enjoy it. You know, if they don't win, encourage them anyway. Say, so, you know, you exactly. did great, no matter what they did or how they came in. You know, always encourage them. Make them feel good about the, what they did. Find ways to improve. There's, I don't care how good, even when you come in first, there's always something you can improve somewhere. <laughs> you know, so, mm-hmm. so look for some of the things. So what? Yeah, it, it, go ahead. It feels great when you have people that are in your age group or just parents that if you don't win, they're always like, "Great job! You look spectacular on the stage." That that just builds more self-esteem for yourself because they're saying, "Hey, they knew I had fun. They knew I knew how to work the the stage, even though I didn't win." They knew I did good. That's it. Well, and there's there's all kinds of reasons why people do win and don't win that don't necessarily, you know, have to do with their performance and that kind of thing. So, yeah. you know, feel good about how you did. Feel good that you got out there. Find ways to improve and do better and, and you know, make it work for you. Yes, exactly. So if you were, if you were talking to a um, young girl that wanted to get into pageants, what would be a couple of tips that you would give her to, to get started? How sh- what she should do as far as reaching out? And, and you actually have to, to pay an entry fee for all these, don't you? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. You want to share some tips too on on how they can um, work that out? Of say say their family just doesn't have the extra money. Well, you you really want to start off small because if you do bigger pageants, you you might win, but good chances are that some judges will know that you don't have much experience, but the girl beside you has tons of experience, and you won't win. And sometimes it puts you down if you're a little kid. It'll put you down because it's your first patch and you didn't win. But if you start off small, it doesn't matter because it's a small pageant. And then if you keep on doing smaller pageants and then finally you taking a step each time and getting up to the bigger pageants because that's what I have done. I've started off as a little local Cremora pageant, and I didn't win, but I still had fun, and that's what I like is having fun on stage. And people just encourage you. And sometimes if you compete in one pageant, and the people see you really good. Some people will send you stuff in the mail saying, hey, this is our pageant. Maybe you should come and try it out. They'll give you the entry fee. They'll give you the entry fee of how much it is. They'll give you how to register, and then you just mail it in. Now, if you're a first beginner, you want a smaller local pageant, and then you... You want to dress. You might want to do a natural pageant because glitz are really out there and they're really expensive. So if you want to stay low on money, you might as well just do a natural pageant. That's what I usually do because I like being natural. I, I actually didn't learn this until yesterday. What's the difference between a natural pageant and a glitz pageant? A natural pageant is um, not really any makeup, maybe powder. You can have a white makeup, but if you're littler, then you don't wear makeup. But like for the older girls, you have light makeup. Now glitz, you go full out. You can have fake hair, fake eyelashes, fake teeth. You get spray tan real dark, and they have the they have the big bold makeup and the big glittery, fancy, sparkly dresses. Right. Now, see, that's, that's the only kind. I, I actually didn't even know that there was such a thing as a natural pageant. Okay, it's fantastic. <laughs> let let yeah. the girls look their age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to be an adult soon enough. Enjoy being a kid. <laughs> so, yeah. Gracious. Okay, so what are... Tell us about some of the friends that you've made at the pageants, some of the girls you've gotten to know. Um, I've gotten to know... Alicia Carey, she is so sweet, and she's just so nice, and you, I would never imagine her to have any enemies, because she is so sweet, and she's so caring, and she's she's just a ball of joy, and even if she doesn't win, it don't matter, she's fine with that, she'll just push herself to go farther, now, I've had a best friend named Alicia Lowry, and she's been my best friend since sixth grade. And I didn't know this, but when we were littler, we did the Cremora pageant together. But I never knew that. So we're in, it was in our middle school, and we started doing pageants together, and we did the Augusta County pageant. And that was the first one that I knew she did a pageant with me. And we 
we just do pageants together sometimes when they have a combination. They have one pageant, but they have blitz and natural, but just in one pageant. We usually do that, and it's so fun just to be there with her. And her family is so encouraging and so supportive with me, and they're so sweet. And she's just been my best friend and even makes it more fun that she is with me doing pageants. And I found out because my mom has photos of us. I was going through a scrapbook of hers, and I saw of me when I was littler doing, doing the Cremor pageant, and it looked like Alicia. I was like, this looks like my best friend. So I called Alicia, and I said, did you do the Cremor pageant a long time ago when you were little? And she said, yeah. I said, I have a picture. We are side by side, and we're in the same pageant. She says, oh, my gosh, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. And it was just so fun just to find out that we already did a pageant together, but we've done tons of pageants in our friendship. I think there's there's so many positives to doing pageants. Like I said, the helping to, to build your self-esteem and your confidence um, mm-hmm. in, in a healthy way, not like a forced kind of thing. Yeah. Um, developing the friendships. Um, yeah, spending spending quality time with with parents and family because I think it, you and cousins and aunts and and I mean all all of them from some of the pictures I've seen have participated you know so yeah. you know and you and you can all encourage each other you know no matter who who wins and who doesn't and that sort of thing and work together and prepare and uh, and plus you get to wear all those pretty dresses you know which is a good big thing <laughs> My for girls. Favorite. Very good. So is is there anything about what you've done with pageants and modeling so far that you'd like to change if you had the chance? Um, you know, I don't think so because every pageant that I don't win, I make bigger goals for myself and I will set them. And when I finally reach them, it feels great. So I really... Have nothing to change. Very good. Well, Riley, I am so happy you joined us today. And do you want to give people your Facebook page so they can check it out and say hi? Sure. Um, you can find me at Facebook, Model Riley Marie with no spaces, and Riley is spelled R E I L L Y. Awesome. And like I said, I, I like the page and I see your things being posted and, and I think it would be really encouraging. So especially some of the moms that, that might have daughters that have self-esteem issues and confidence mm-hmm. issues, check it out. And you know what? Yep. Plus-size models are doing more and more all the time, so encourage encourage them. Yes, they are. Encourage them to feel good about themselves. So, Riley, thank you very much for being here today. And, mm-hmm. audience, I will see you again on Ready for Love Radio.